Good evening and welcome to What We Lose in the Shadows, a father-daughter true crime podcast. My name is Jameis Keys. I'm Caroline. Happy Tuesday, Care. Hi. It's nice to get back in town. I was actually in Chicago over the weekend. Oh, and Pride was actually happening in Chicago, right? Full of color. It sure was. The whole city was decked out in, in rainbows and so on. So yeah, it was, it was very interesting. I'm and jealous you got to go and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was there for a convention, but um, yeah, I saw a lot of things out there. So that's great. So but fun. I, I had a horrendous time getting back, flights being canceled, flights being delayed. So gross. So that's why we're posting just a smidge late this time around. But yes, our deepest apologies for being um, late and not posting at midnight, but we're going to do our best to get this out there um, same day that it should have been posted, but later in the day. So I think you guys should be hearing it the same day we're recording it for the first time. And um, we will also make sure to get another one out on time next week. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, tell me a little bit about what we're doing this week, or at least tell me what what I should be preparing myself for here. Yes. Let's jump right into the trigger warning, shall we? So the trigger warnings are domestic violence, sex trafficking, sexual assault, and victim blaming. For today's case, we won't be focusing on one victim. Today, we'll be discussing a monster, one who's well-known to some, especially to the younger and more vulnerable members of our communities. He's an influencer who loves to give a hot take about how men should be dominant and women should be subservient. His name is Emery Andrew Tate III, or better known as Andrew Tate. Ah, yes. You know him? Just vaguely. By some of the odd things that he said in the past that kind of make you scratch your head, yeah. Uh-huh. Andrew Tate was a low-level fighter. He did kickboxing and other martial arts, and he gained a small following through that accomplishment back in the early 2000s. He then appeared on the British TV show Big Brother back in 2016, Uh, Big Brother, for those of you who don't know, which I also did not know much about before researching this case, is a reality TV show where basically 16 people live in a house and everything they say and do is recorded. They compete for like specific titles and other things and basically try to make themselves like a name, I think, in my opinion, I don't know, to hopefully go on and do other shows and, you know, gain some fame. Right. I've tried to get into some of those things uh here and there there's they also do that in the united states and and uh no no i'm not really interested I, i'm interested in some realism you know television and things like that but the big brother and it certainly sort of seems a little orwellian and creepy to me true yeah that's a good point and very plastic very artificial yeah i know yeah i only watch uh like sometimes the love reality tv show especially the new queer love ultimatum i was obsessed with that you even had a friend that was on one of those reality oh my god yes i did i had a close friend who went on a paradise hotel what a sweetheart so andrew tate was chosen for season 17 of big brother the uk edition i don't know which one came first but then he was swiftly kicked off the show for domestic violence he was seen hitting a woman with a belt uh, and heard saying that he would kill her if he ever found out she was messaging other men. And it was all caught on camera. Andrew tried to weasel his way out of this by saying that it was just a kinky sex video and claiming that everything was consensual. 
I personally have nothing wrong with whatever people decide to do together consensually. Uh, But I find it hard to believe that a woman wanted to be told that she would be killed if he found her messaging another man. I'm not sure you consent to murder or the threat of murder. It does. It's weird. Yeah, you definitely can't consent to murder. No, I just uh, to each their own. But that doesn't seem sexy for like someone to tell, like threaten your life. Right, and it really smacks of insecurity, right? It's like, yes. it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've always kind of been like, if someone wants to be with someone else, okay. And if that's what you want, then I certainly don't, you know, want exactly. to stand in your way or, or but, but to threaten them. If yeah. you have to threaten someone to stay with you, yeah. um, they deserve better than you. So he claimed that the show's producer kicked him off for another reason. though. It wasn't that. It wasn't the domestic violence, of course. Uh, he said that he was told if someone hit him on the show, they told him not to hit people back and wait for security. I assume they did that because he had like professional fighting background and is literally six foot three. Yeah. I'm not sure why they decided that he would be a good fit for a show that can get contentious and apparently violent. But okay. He leaned into his misogyny more as the years went on. He was banned from Twitter in 2017 for claiming that women should bear some responsibility for getting sexually assaulted. Wow. Wow. What? Mm -hmm. The the whole you're dressing too provocatively. I'm assuming that. Yeah. He was something along that lines. Like, okay, but it's not all our fault. Like, I don't. It's weird. I don't know. Look at her. She's pretty. Obviously, she wants me to hit on her. Exactly. Yeah. Something like that. You know, it's just it's it's creepy. That's insecure. Yep, again, insecurity shining through strong. His account was reinstated when Elon Musk bought Twitter because who wouldn't want to have a misogynist man-child preach victim-blaming to the children? Uh, He has over 6 million followers on Twitter as of right now. 6 million people. Who's following this man? I'm, I'm nervous about the people following this man. He was invited on many podcasts to share his controversial opinions about being an alpha male. And let's bring in our guest. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. No, absolutely happened. not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, you all can't see me, but I'm making air quotes around the word alpha male because gross. He spoke on the Pomp podcast, the Fighter and the Kid podcast, Fresh and Fit podcast anything goes podcast the anadonics podcast and how to talk to girls podcast because yes because <laughs> that's who you want on how to talk to girls right yeah because apparently people want to know how to talk to girls from an abuser I, yeah terrifying if, if i can't talk to him can i intimidate him right yeah. into not texting other men yeah Yikes. yeah it's it just gets worse don't worry He also hosts, I don't know if he still does, but he did host his own podcast, one creatively named Andrew Tate and the other Tate Speech, which is more creative and shows the type of person he is by paralleling himself to hate speech. In 2015, two women reported that Andrew Tate had raped them and another woman repeated that he repeatedly strangled her in Britain. The case was ultimately dropped four years later due to lack of evidence and low probability of conviction, which is all too common in cases like that. Sure. Fast forwarding to what happened most recently in December of 2022, Andrew Tate was arrested in Romania 
He was arrested with his brother and two women in correlation to uh, human trafficking and rape allegations. Wow. This all started because a man called the United States Embassy to report his girlfriend had been kidnapped and was being detained by Andrew Tate and his henchmen and henchwomen, I guess. He said that she was being held in Romania. The U.S. contacted the Romanian police who raided their property and found four women being held captive. Oh, wow. So it's not allegations, it's straight up. So they haven't gone through, I mean, yes, yes, they did find that, but they haven't been prosecuted yet. They've, um, we'll get there, we'll get there. So Romania's Directorate for Investigating Organized Crime and Terrorism, called DICOT, launched an investigation and believes the group of uh, Andrew Tate, his brother, and others set up a sex trafficking ring that ran through multiple countries, including Romania, the UK, and the US. Lovely. Here. I'm not surprised, honestly. Like, a lot of sex trafficking happens in the United States that we just, especially with the rich and famous. We know this after, um, what was his name? Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. Yes, Jeffrey Epstein. Like, that was... Is Andrew Tate American as well? He's American and British, so I'm not sure which... I think he has state citizenship in both, but could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Uh, The Tate brothers were interviewed and let go because the police thought they were just witnesses? Question mark. Dicott believes that Tate seduced the girls by using what they call the lover boy method. So this is extremely common. Basically, a man makes you believe that you're his girlfriend uh, and that he wants a committed long-term relationship and then starts asking you to do things for the benefit of your relationship. This can include prostitution, posing nude, filming porn, many other things. It happens everywhere. It's way more common than we think. Despicable. It is despicable, yeah. Tate did this to at least six women and manipulated them into filming porn for OnlyFans, which is like a website. It's like for entrepreneurs, but kind of has been like taken over by like people posting their own sexual pictures, which is fine if you're doing that of your own will, but not if If someone's... If you're being coerced. Yeah, exactly. Disgusting. Dicot was able to identify six, but there are most likely many more. I'm so disturbed by this because how dare this man shit talk women all over the internet and then take advantage of them to make money off of them, then turn around and say men are superior. I mean, it's just like the irony is flipping me around like a fucking fish out of water. Like, what are we doing yeah. to, to cut? Ugh, gross. Yeah, monster. You you, you kind of hit on the on That's the what I'm saying. I know. And people like, I don't think they know the depth of this because a lot of people like, will say like, oh, Andrew Tate's not that bad. Oh, he was just being set up. Oh, this is like, you know, he just has hot takes and he just like has his controversial opinions and everyone has a right to their opinion. And it's like, yeah, but you don't have a right to other people's bodies ever. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, certainly you can, the First Amendment does guarantee certain rights to say sort of what you want to say, right? Within within certain realities and limits, obviously, but but the whole, yeah, I mean, we've seen this before. We've seen it with, you know, Jeffrey Epstein and R. Mm-hmm. Kelly. and Oh, know. God. Two of the worst. Oh, God. And it takes so long <sighs> to yes. prosecute these people. I mean, it's crazy. It's, Jeffrey Epstein got some kind of a sweetheart deal down in Florida. Yes. The first time he had sort of a, you know, 
And that's why he decided to go offshore yes. with Nightmare Island yep. um, and, and bring all the famous people down there. Um, and then, yeah, and R. Kelly, how long did that take? My 30, God. 30 some years. Who was the singer that R. Kelly had dated? That- Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Aaliyah, who was 15 years old when they were date- when, when they when they were married. And what was he like? 30 or 25? He was 28 or 29. Still. And everyone was like, oh, but they're famous. It's okay. It's not okay. You cannot, yeah, literally, you cannot uh, marry an underage girl. It's never okay. I don't care if she's famous. I don't care if he's famous. I don't care how much money you have. Right. Like, she's not in her right mind to be able to commit or consent to marriage, let alone anything else. Right. Two of the women that Dicod believes were taken advantage of claim that they were not, and this could be due to a number of reasons. It could be that they, of their own free will, wanted to make these movies and then let Andrew Tate benefit from them, maybe. Uh, Personally, I believe the most likely um, situation is that he was abusive physically and or emotionally, and they were made to think that because they didn't say no in a threatening situation that it was consensual. And that they just have to accept that they made those decisions. And they were young, right? Mm, it, it, we don't know. Okay. They were women. They were women above eighteen. It, it's it's a lot to ask of a of a woman who's obviously in a in a from a power that. dynamic situation, right? Yes. To to be strong enough to yes. actually stand up to these people who have demonstrated the fact that they will hurt you. Yep. Uh, and have inti- it's, it's it's like the people that train animals and dogs right. by abusing them. Exactly. So it's an awful lot, to, even if someone is 18, um, it's an awful lot to ask them to really reach out and, and do the right thing because they're terrified. And right. Rightly so. I can't even imagine at 18, but like even at 40, it's a lot to ask for people to be honest with what they want. And, you know, there's a lot of feelings. There's a lot of emotion. If you do care about this person, because remember, he tricked them into you know this situation because they were supposedly like dating right so you're he's like oh no i love you da, 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 da. and they're like well i did say yes i guess but like i didn't want to and i felt threatened you know what i mean this right. is my speculation by the way i don't right. know but these two situations we're completely speculating we're obviously speculating. we don't know facts exactly um, so yes. but i do want to add if you're feeling threatened or are being coerced into having sex, that doesn't mean it's consensual or that the blame lies with you. Right. Consent must be given freely and enthusiastically by all parties involved. Right. Right. And and if you go, and this is something I've told countless people, including your brother, regardless of what's happening, if someone says, stop, then mm-hmm. that's it. There's mm-hmm. no questioning. There's no coercing. You stop. Right. And you have check-ins. You have check-ins. You're like, are you okay? Is this okay? Like, let me know if you don't want to do this. This is okay. You know what I mean? You make people feel comfortable in the moment. That's how this is supposed to go. Right. Because now that's that's showing actual concern and affection and that sort of thing for a person. If you run roughshod over that, that shows just the opposite as far as I'm concerned. Another woman was later identified as a victim and the die caught added um, a more serious human trafficking charge against them later. On June 20th, literally less than a month ago at this point, he, along with his henchmen, were indicted on charges of rape, human trafficking, and forming an organized crime group to sexually exploit women. Unsurprisingly, 
They denied all the allegations. Uh, they continue to remain under investigation for additional charges of money laundering and trafficking of minors. Wow. Yes. I don't know much about either of those, especially the trafficking of minors. Right. And I assume it's because they don't have a lot of information about it and because they can't really say a lot about minors. Right. Well, yeah, right. You, you have to protect their identity in some form or fashion. And the fact that they're minors, you you, you really have to go out of your way to... to and that's what makes it hard, right? Because they, they can't just come and say, yes, that's what's happening without actually divulging who they are. And, you know, even in a subpoena scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's a tricky little slippery slope. there. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people do take advantage of children. They're vulnerable. Right. Just because they're young. They're, they're smaller. You know, you know they it, don't know. It, they don't have boundaries set up. The weird thing is. I just remember as as vehemently as this guy is saying that this didn't happen. Um, yeah. I just remember R. Kelly in, with Gail King oh, God. in that interview, and he's just screaming on this. I didn't do this, and it's like, well, a jury of your peers <laughs> begs to differ. Gail King kept it together during that interview. She did. She is talk such about a, a power dynamic. There's a guy that's a you know, he's not a small guy. He's you know he's standing yeah. up and he's screaming and. And maybe there were other people in that room. Oh, there were definitely other people in that room. But still, I mean, once again, terrifying. There's a power dynamic there. He's, oh, yes. He stood up. He's trying to intimidate. He's her. trying to intimidate her into, into backing down. Yeah, she did. No, she didn't because she knew she was like, this story needs to get out. Right. And I think it was more personal too because I right. think she probably felt. I'm not trying to put words in her mouth, right. but I think she probably felt like he needs to, you know, be put in his place. I'm not backing down to this man child throwing a tantrum and good trying to intimidate me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, good no. For you, Gail King. I agree. I loved that interview. Andrew Tate was removed from the court after he was indicted. And as he was leaving, he said, I love this country and I look forward to being found innocent. I'm confused. I don't know what he's talking about. Like, they've clearly already got you they found out what you were doing you did not get away with this no matter what you want to tell yourself or whatever you think you're able to do about this because of your fame was was that here in the u.s (laughs) no it was in romania i also wanted to drop the number for the national human trafficking hotline in the united states which is 888-373-788 And they're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they speak English and Spanish. I also wanted to put the number for the domestic violence hotline here in the United States as 800-799-7233. And they are 24 hours a day, seven days a week as well, and they have English and Spanish and they have the ability to use different languages through an interpretation service as well. Follow the show on whatever streaming site you're listening on. And remember, all of the source material will be available in the show notes. And follow us on Instagram at what we lose in the shadows. And let us know if you want to hear a specific case. Or if you just want to give us some feedback. Okay, join us in the shadows next Tuesday. Bye.